podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Cricket Corner Podcast as we preview the third test match between India and Australia which will be played at the Holkar Stadium in Indore. To bring people up to speed because there has been a short gap between a couple of podcasts here and there because the series had a mini break in between the third and the second test match. So the first test match was played in Nagpur and India finished the day, finished the game within three days and winning by an innings and 132 runs. The second test match was played in New Delhi. Once again, India wrapping up things within three days, this time having to bet twice but winning by six wickets. So as things stand, India have a 2-0 lead in the series and uh, since it's a four-game Test match series, India have already retained the Border Gavaskar Trophy by winning it, uh, by taking uh, a 2-0 lead. So, all Australia can hope for now is uh, just uh, to tie the series to all and that and hope for the best. So, that's how uh, the series panned out before the third Test match. But uh, we are finally going to have a third Test match and uh, it feels like it's been ages since uh, the teams last played in New Delhi. The, f- the third test match, as I said, will be played in Indore. Was uh, scheduled to play in Dharamshala, but they've shifted it to Indore. And the test match will be commencing from the 1st of March uh, till the 5th of March. And uh, then we will have the fourth test match in Ahmedabad. So, a lot of uh, a lot of things have happened between... Uh, the end of the third test match uh, 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 of the I beg your pardon the end of the second test match and uh, uh, to the third test match which is starting in a couple of days time at the time of recording uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the major uh, changes a few major changes I beg your pardon have come from the Australian camp rather than the Indian camp but um, we are here to preview the third test match we'll talk about uh, both sets of camps, we'll briefly talk about the pitch and then we'll wrap things up. So let's preview the Australian camp first because it's always fun to talk about them because they have been cropping and changing their sides uh, in the first two test matches. They are trying new things out but now we are halfway done in this test match series and Australia should find, should have found some sort of uh, balance in their team for the next two test matches. So. Uh, what's what's the news coming out of the Australian camp? Uh, I think the the major news which has come out is the outgoings from the Australian Test squad rather than the incomings. Uh, at the time of recording, there have been four players who have left the squad uh, from the of the Border Gavaskar Trophy. These include uh, Pat Cummins, uh, skipper Pat Cummins, uh, opener David Warner, Aston Agar, and Josh Hazelwood. Uh, Pat Cummins flew back to Australia after the second test match because of uh, personal family concerns. He was scheduled and expected to come back for the third test match in Indore, but um, it seems like uh, the family issues have worsened as far as Pat Cummins is concerned and he's going to miss the third test match. There are still no news regarding him playing uh, in the fourth test match in Ahmedabad but at the time of recording uh, Pat Cummings is set to miss the third test match 
and the captaincy reins will be given to former captain Steve Smith. So that's one good thing that uh, Indian fans can look forward to is seeing Steve Smith captain Australia in India yet again. But uh, our thoughts with uh, Pat Cummins and his family and hope he recovers. Hope his family comes out of this difficult situation pretty quickly. David Warner was injured in the first test match. Sorry, in the second, in the first innings of the second test match. He had an elbow injury which is keeping him out of the remaining two test matches. But it's interesting that he's been picked in the one-day squad which uh, the one-day series starts after the test series. So the Australian camp believes that <coughs> he will recover in time for that. Esther Negar has been sent back home. He's going to play in the Sheffield Shield. So that's him done. And Josh Hazelwood uh, was recovering from an injury but apparently his recovery... Uh, is taking longer than expected and is expected and is now set to miss the entire uh, one day's uh, entire tour. I think he's not even included in the one day squad as well, let alone the test squad. So those are the outgoings from the Australian camp. We have uh, skipper Pat Cummins, uh, who will be replaced by Steve Smith now as the skipper, uh, David Warnham, Esther Nega, and Josh Hazelwood. Uh, but we do have some good news coming out of the Australian camp as well. Uh, Mitchell Stark is fit to participate in the third test match. And so is uh, all-rounder Cameron Green. I have an article opened right in front of me from com. <coughs> Excuse me. And it says, uh, Stark geared up for return in indoor test despite some discomfort. Now, that's interesting. Uh, the article goes as follows. Australian pacer Mitchell Stark, who is set to replace Pat Cummins in the indoor test, has admitted that he still has discomfort in his injured finger that's kept him out of action since last year's Boxing Day test. Stark, however, reckoned the third test wouldn't be the first time he's played a game with some sort of discomfort. So, uh, judging by... Uh, What's written in this Crickbus article, we can all safely assume that uh, Mitchell Stark is not a 100%, but I think there's no other option for the Aussies but to pick him instead of Pat Cummins uh, in for the third test match. We have a few quotes from Mitchell Stark himself. Uh, he says as follows, If I only played when I was 100%, I would have only played 5 or 10 tests, Stark said two days before the fixture. I'm happy with where it all where where it's all at and I've built up enough of a pain threshold to deal with the stuff over the last 10 or 12 years. So apparently despite the discomfort, I think Mitchell Stark looks uh, fired up to uh, compete uh, against India in the third test match. So I think that's an easy swap for Australia to make. Just replace one fast bowler with another uh, and uh, instead of a right arm quick, we have a left arm quick. But uh, then, then we have um, Cameron Green, who has declared himself fit for the third test match as well. The all-rounder missed the first two test matches due to, yet again, another finger injury. But uh, I think yeah, he, has not, he is now back in contention as well. And uh, if he is back, I think Austral he goes straight into that Australian lineup as well. And he'll probably play in that middle order. 
uh, Green's presence uh, gives the team a favorable option on the bowling front as well. Uh, in addition to what he's been planning with the back, so you can expect Cameron Green to give you a few overs here and there as well. So with uh, with the likes of um, Warner and Pat Cummins out, you can expect uh, Cameron Green and uh, Mitchell Stark to take their place into the starting eleven. So. These are some of the uh, injury news coming out of the Australian camp. Keeping them in mind, let's try and predict. This is the favorite section of the podcast. His favorite for me is to try and predict the starting eleven for uh, Australia for the third test match. Uh, f- of starting eleven for Australia in the third test match. Yeah. So uh, there is no doubt in mind that Usman Khwaja opens the batting. Travis Head opened. Uh, the batting in the second innings of the second test match. So let's assume he is going to open alongside Quach. So that's two left-handers right at the top. Manas Labushain at three. Steve Smith at four. Peter Hanscom at five. Now that's a good middle order if they can click. All three of them have the capabilities of playing spin uh, quite comfortably compared to the rest of uh, the other batters to follow. So that's three, four and five done. Then you might play Cameron Green at 6. Alex Carey is your wicketkeeper, so he's at 7. Now, that, now, this is the interesting part. In the second test match, Australia went with three uh, three spinners and a seamer. So the seamer being Pat Cummings, the skipper himself. And the spinner spinning options being um, Todd Murphy, Nathan Lyon, and Matthew Kuhneman. Kuhneman on debut. Uh, do you still go with three spinners or do you now pick Scott Boland back? into the team and just go with two spinners and two quicks or do you still go go with uh, all the three spinners give them yet another chance to uh, get hold of the conditions because one can expect uh, the conditions and indoor to be the same with the ball turning um, right from the first day so if you go with three, three spinners then your team would be Todd Murphy your bowling attack will be Todd Murphy, Nathan Lyon, uh, Mitchell Stark and Matthew Kuhneman. But if you then go with just two spinners and two quicks, I think you drop Matthew Kuhneman and pick Scott Boland back. But uh, if I am the Australian captain, if I am Steve Smith, I'm going with three spinners because we have Cameron Green back into the team now. And he's another seeming option that you that you can now uh, unleash against the Indian Indian batting attack. So for me, if I'm Steve Smith right now, a couple of days before the test match, my starting lineup, starting 11 would be as follows. Uh, Usman Khwaja, <coughs> sorry, Tra- Usman Khwaja, Travis Head, Manas Labushain, Steve Smith, Peter Hanscom, Cameron Green, Alex Carey, Todd Murphy, Nathan Lyon, Mitchell Stark and Matthew Kuhneman. That's my Australian lineup for the third test match. Uh, what about the Indian camp now? Well, to be honest, India hardly need to make any changes. They are 2-0 up in the series. And uh, as far as uh, the form is concerned, it looks like they could easily whitewash India with what uh, whatever players they pick. But their starting lineup looks absolutely fabulous. The only concern is surrounding uh, KL Rahul and his opening berth in the in the team because you have someone like Shubman Gill waiting 
in the wings and you cannot underperform at a constant level at a consistent level that and expect to keep your place when someone like Shubman Gill is already uh in the uh in the sidelines on the sidelines so is KL Rahul under pressure well according to uh, former indian captain and bcci president sorov ganguly he is i have an article right in front of me yet again this is this time it's from the times of india it was like published a couple of hours early like 5 hours before the time of recording and it says uh, sorov ganguly on kl rahul if you don't score in india you will get flack now that's an interesting one because according to this article from the times of india stripped of his vice captaincy yes kl rahul is no longer india's vice vice captain now does that give you the uh give you the indication that he might be dropped from the third test match you never know but kl rahul hasn't scored the 25 run mark in his last test knocks an average of less than 35 in 47 test isn't actually good enough and now sort of ganguly has said as quote when you don't score runs in india obviously you will get flack kl rahul hasn't been the only one there have been players in the past also so that's early signs indicate that kl rahul could get the axe and be replaced by shubman uh, gill in the indian uh in the indian uh, starting 11 but apart from that i don't see india making any other changes uh, let's briefly talk uh, talk about the uh, stats and the statistics of uh, and uh, sorry the stats and the numbers from shubman gill's test career 13 matches 25 innings 736 runs and an average of 32 healthy enough striker of 57 and a higher score of 110 so his uh, i feel like his uh, test career has gone off to a decent enough start and uh, let's be and uh, let just to remind the listeners and the viewers that he is one of the few indian um, batsmen who have a century in all three international formats so shubman gill one of the prime candidates to replace KL Rahul into the in in the Indian starting 11. So let's assume Gill replaces uh Rahul for the third test match. The Indian 11 still would look pretty similar uh with the uh, with uh, Rohit Sharma opening and Gill taking KL Rahul's place then you have Pujara at 3, Virat Kohli at 4. Shreya Sayyad has just returned from injury so I'll think I think he'll keep his place into the starting in the starting 11 for the third test match so he comes in at 5 shikhar bharat has been excellent with the gloves and with a small cameo in the third second test match so he bats at 6 jadeja at 7 akshar patel at 8 ravichandran ashwin at 9 and then your two quicks in shami and siraj i think i think uh, shubman gill should come back and i think he would so that will be the only test match uh, uh, only sorry i beg your pardon the only change india ma- make in this third test match and i expect if gill comes back for the third test match i feel like they'll pick the same core for the fourth test as well so kl rahul could be given an opportunity but early signs show he might not get that chance and uh, i think gill will be back so yeah that is the preview of the two sides ahead of the third test match i i hope you guys like this 
short podcast. If you do, please click like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening this on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere else, please remember to give me a five-star ratings because that's a great morale booster. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you very soon. Ciao for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.